Good morning, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. This is Minister Kim Harris, and this is day 16 of our fast. We have approximately 10 to 11 more days to go. So I just encourage everybody to hang in there and uh, just continue to be strong. In addition to today being the 16th day of our fast, it's also a holiday. For on this day, we acknowledge the life and contributions of civil rights leader and activist Martin Luther King, Jr., one of the many individuals who fought for peace, justice, and the freedoms that we uh, have today. Our prayer focus is uh, for continual peace and the courage to obey God in all areas of our lives, no matter the opposition. All of our scripture references, with the exception of one, deals with anger and what happens as a result of being angry. Psalm 37, 8, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, says, Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not, allow your te- do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. Proverbs 29 and 22 says, An angry person starts fights. A hot-tempered person commits all kinds of sin. Ecclesiastes 7 and 9 says, Control your temper, for anger labels you a fool. Ephesians 4.26 says, And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Anger gives a foothold to the devil. Proverbs 14 and 17 says, Short-tempered people do foolish things, and schemers are hated. Anger is a natural reaction to something that has the ability to impact us or those we love in a negative way. But it's God's will that we learn how to control our anger so that we don't conduct ourselves in a manner that, that, that will not grieve the heart of God. We're all not happy about the fact that the government is shut down. And although we may feel like it, we can't all just get into our cars, drive to D.C., and shoot up the White House because we're angry. Our last scripture is found in Joshua, the first chapter, verses 6 through 10. And it says, be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you everywhere you go. Joshua then commanded the the officers of Israel. The task of leading God's people to the promised land must, must have been a heavy task for Joshua in and of itself. But Joshua had to walk behind Moses, which I'm certain must have, been, must have shaken him to his core. Sometimes as leaders, we're called to do things that we don't feel qualified to do because we look at those who've gone before us. But we have to remember that if God called you, he'll also equip you. Equip you, I'm sorry. He's not going to put anything before you that through him cannot be accomplished. If we're honest, we all experience fear at some point and things, make us, and things that make us angry. With everything that is going on in the world today, it should come as no surprise that there are some of us who may at times feel our peace is slowly being snatched away. Jobs that once gave a sense of security no longer feel secure. 
government workers are being furloughed. The paycheck that was once relied on in order to take care of the family and the bills is no longer a reliable resource. Sickness and the loss of loved ones change the dynamics of our families. Marriages and relationships are being destroyed. We're tossing and turning at night, not knowing for certain what's going to happen next. So not only is sleep being lost, but so is hope. There's no peace. When there's no peace, we can become short-tempered, irritable, and disagreeable, all of which are signs of anger. Anger, an intense emotion, an intense emotional state induced by displeasure. When displayed, it's also an outward sign of internal turmoil. And as my pastor would say, you're disturbed. When we have no peace, doubt, depression, and fear move in, and like squatters, they've taken up residence where the joy of the Lord once resided. This is that foothold that was mentioned in Ephesians 4.26 and is ultimately what happens when we place our focus on our circumstances and not on God. So it's important that we pay, pray for peace and no matter the opposition, trust and obey God. Opposition is defined as resistance or dissent expressed in action or argument, meaning someone can try to physically block the move of God or verbally express their opinion opposing the move. Therefore, we need to be mindful and extremely careful about who we share those intimate things God has given to us with. Yes, there are times when God does something special in our lives or he may reveal something we may want to share. But there are also moments when what God gives us is for us and us alone until it's fully manifested. That's how Joseph ended up in a well back in Genesis. He felt comfortable sharing his vision with his brothers, but Joseph had a vision that his brothers couldn't see. This could be likened to trying to reach your destination with a blind person driving your car. Not everyone will be able to see, be happy for, recognize, understand, or be in agreement with your vision or what God has called you to do. We also need to recognize that when God calls us, not everyone can go. That's like God pulling up in front of your house in a two-seater, only to find out there's a busload of people waiting for him. When God has a call on your life, you may have to leave some people behind. So come what may, We can't lean on our own understanding, which means we can't worry about what other people think. We can't worry about what's being said because they're going to talk. We can't worry about how what we're doing appears to those around us. It's only when we place our trust in him, when our faith aligns with his, will will we receive his peace. The peace that rests on the inside is an indicator to those around us that despite how things look, we rest in the knowledge that knowing God is working it out. When you have peace like a river, it doesn't matter who's sitting on the hill because our confidence lies in who's sitting on the throne. In addition to praying for peace, pray for wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, discernment, so that you're able to apply what you've learned, so that you're able to block out the voices of your naysayers and tune in to the voice of God. Sometimes opposition can, can be what's required in order for God to catapult you to your next level. We must also be aware of the fact that not all opposition is negative. Maybe the opposition you're facing is bracing you from something that appears to be an opportunity but instead is a death trap. Maybe the opposition is pushing you to take that leap of faith, to pursue that dream of owning your own business, to start pushing out that thing that God has been birthing in you 
or to simply walk away from something God has been trying to kill, but you keep resuscitating. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day and the opportunity to share your word. I thank you for these last 16 days of fasting and the opportunity to spend time with you. Lord, I pray that as we conclude our time of fasting, that we not not slack in our time that we spend in prayer and in your word because the fast has come to an end. I pray as our intimacy with you has deepened and revelation has taken place that we will all commit to even more time with you and in your word. Your word tells us that we are to study to show ourselves approved, a workman who needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Father, it's been your word that has sustained us not only throughout this time of fasting, but it has sustained us for life. Father, I pray for peace for all who have tuned in today and that we not lose focus. Despite what's going on around us or what may come up against us, help us to trust you, for you promise that you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on you because we trust you. Lord, we're standing flat-footed in the shore that your word will not return void and that it will do exactly what it says it would do. I cast down to the very pits of hell every trap, plan, plot, and roadblock the enemy has devised in an attempt to distract, confuse, and unsettle the minds of your people and our family members. Give us razor-sharp focus on today, Lord. Open our spiritual hearts, ears, and eyes to what thus saith the Lord. Give us clarity, Lord, that we may decipher that which is coming from you. For your word tells us that your sheep hear your voice and know them, and they follow you. Help us to be strong and very courageous like you told Joshua. Remove the spirit of fear so we're not discouraged. Give us courage, O oh God, so when we're met with opposition, we can persevere because we're confident that no matter what people think or say, no matter what they feel, no matter what's going on around us or what's going on with us personally, we know you're with us. Your word tells us that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. If we make our beds in hell, you will even be there too. Cause our thoughts to become agreeable and aligned with your will. So not man's will, but your will will be done. It's not your will that we get caught up in what's happening in the world today. It's your will that as children of God, our lights continue to shine so that men will see your good works and glorify you in heaven. Your works show up, God, through your people despite layoffs, shutdowns, and loss of income. Your work shows up when we continue to praise and glorify your name, when things don't work out the way we plan. Your work shows up when Satan meant what, from when, what Satan meant for evil, you turn it around for our good. Businesses that appeared stillborn are revived because words are now being, and words are now being placed on paper for books and memoirs to be published. Those wanting to go back to school are enrolling. That's what's happening when your work shows up. Your work shows up when we take that leap of faith to walk away from a paycheck to pursue our vocation. Your work shows up when we recognize that we don't need anybody's permission to determine our next move. Your work shows up when we're able to control our tempers and not allow anger to impact our behavior in a way that does not represent you. So, Father, send a fresh anointing on your people today. Pour out a special anointing on our pastors and our associate, excuse me, and our associate pastors. Continue to be the guidepost that leads them through this journey. Continue to cover the body of believers known as FC3 and all of the households represented on this call. And, Father, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without us. 
these and all blessings I ask in your son Jesus' name. My soul says amen.